0: Welcome to Life Church of Mobile's audio podcast. We hope this teaching will challenge you in any season of life you may be in. Thank you for joining us, and we hope you'll enjoy. Amen. Well, I'm not going to try to preach the whole message I had designed to, to preach this morning. It, it'll it'll cook some more. It'll marinate between now and next Sunday, but I do have a word to share with you, Amen. and it's very, very specific. And God gave it to me this morning, sitting in the office, as I was going through what I was going to share, originally going to share. So I want to share that before I go, it's just by way of introduction, and just to introduce, and it goes along with what I wanted to share, but it's it's uh, really going to be an introduction of what we'll talk about Next week or the next couple of weeks, because it was going to be a two or three parter anyway. But uh, this is the, this scripture is not in your notes. But if you'll turn, if you have a Bible, turn to First uh, Kings chapter nineteen. Get your phones, get your hard copy there, <laughs> whatever version that you use, and uh, wait for me there at First Kings nineteen. But I want to begin, want wanted to begin today, and we'll begin over the next few weeks. Um, And don't forget, by the way, that we'll be gathering again this uh, Wednesday night at 6.30 for prayer. 6.30 to 7.30. And uh, you're certainly invited out. And that's all we do is we come in here and pray. And we intercede, especially for our nation and for what's going on in the world right now. So you're invited to, uh, to come and be a part of that. Very important. But I want you to say something with me this morning. And I know that, and it goes along with the move of the Spirit of God It's already happened in the worship. I want you to declare with me, there is more. more. Yeah. All right, now I'll tell you when we'll quit saying it, was when everybody does it. There is more. There is more. Great job. That's so much better. And that's where we're going to head over these next few weeks. But uh, I want you to know this, and I want you to hear it because I believe it's by the Spirit of God that I'm saying it. And I'm not the only one that's saying it, I'm sure, but I'm one of the ones. There is more. God is not finished with our nation. I know that I know. I know that I know that I heard that deep in my spirit this week. God is not finished with the United States of America. There is more. God is not finished, listen, God is not finished with our nation, and God is not finished with His church. God's not finished with us individually. And we're getting, we're gradually getting back here. You know, it's been, it's been, let me tell you, from March up till now even, it has been a season, folks, as you know, unlike anything we've ever experienced. And in some ways, I'm just telling you it's been a grind But we're getting gra- back gradually more and more as, as, as things are coming. And those of you watching online, don't read anything into that. Our hearts are with you. You make those choices and decisions. But I'm telling you, it's been a grind. But we're, as we're coming back more and more, I love the interaction of the body of Christ. <laughs> That's so important. That's so important. so with that being said, if somebody's sitting close enough to you, would you just look over at them and say, there's more for you. Come on, tell somebody around you, they need to hear that. There is more for your life. God is not finished with our nation. God is not finished with His church. God is not finished with us individually. God has more in mind for all of our lives. So, there is more. God's not done yet. But as I was meditating on that this morning and just thinking about our, our nation and thinking about our country and thinking about all that we've been through, and again, I say it has been, there has been an onslaught of demonic attack, mental warfare, emotional warfare, just feeling the, the, the onslaught uh, in, in the realms of, of, of the satanic warfare. And and at times, it's like almost hell itself just opened up and was uh, belching and releasing fumes into the atmosphere of the world. And as I thought about that, it can become easy. And I know what this has been the temptation. At times, over these last seven months, eight months, I just felt tired. I felt mentally tired because of having to deal with things every day, not only your own personal responsibility, the responsibility of other people, the responsibility of making decisions, the responsibility of of making sure that people understand that, you know, and listen, I'm just talking to you from my heart, really, really real this morning. We are a family here. And I'm just going to say this, regardless from my house from me and Susan after the first week in November we're still family if you choose not to be part of our family that's on you not us we choose to be family we choose to love each other and we're going to do that so you got to realize we're dealing with a lot of stuff a lot of pulls a lot of tugs I've had more suggestions in the last eight months than in probably all of my 45 years of ministry before. And I understand because here, if if I had to pick one word, and you better hear me, hear my heart this morning. If I had to pick one word for this season we're being, it's intense. And it's been intense on every level. And so I felt a word springing up. And that first word was, of course, there's more. God's not done yet. (laughs) He's working, he's moving, he's speaking. He's leading, he's guiding, and he's directing. But I never saw this aspect of it until I was sitting at my desk this morning over there in the office right before I came over. And it's in 1 Kings 19. You know the story. But I never saw the parallel till just a minute ago. A few minutes ago. Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done. And how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Taking some people out. And the powers that be didn't like it. Didn't like it at all especially Jezebel. And she sent, listen, she sent a message. (laughs) She said, I got a word for you, prophet, to Elijah. And here's what she said. So let the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. In other words, I'm going to take you out. I'm coming to get you. And you're going down one way or the other. When he saw that, verse 3, it says, He arose and ran for his life, went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and he left his servant there. He himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree and said, Lord, it's enough. Take my life. I am no better than my father's. He lay there and he slept under that broom tree, and suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Arise and eat. And he looked, and there by his head was a cake baked on coals and a jar of water. So he ate and drank, and he lay down. God said, I want you to get your strength back. Get your strength back, church. Get your strength back. Drink and eat. Drink. Of the spirit, oh man. Drink of the spirit of the living God. We get our strength back in his presence. Like we had this morning. And eat. Oh, his oh, the bread of life. That bread that nurtures us. So we ate and drank. And he lay down again. The angel came a second time, touched him, said, Arise and eat. This journey is too great for you. I am preparing you, church, for a journey that is too great for you in the natural. And how do I do that? I do that by moving by my spirit in your life. <laughs> I prepare you by a move of, of my spirit to get you ready. Oh, man. Touched him that second time. Says, the journey's too great for you. So he arose and he ate and he drank. And he went in the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights. As far as Horeb, the mountain of God. In verse 9, says, he went into a cave. He spent the night in in that place. And behold, the word of the Lord. I said, the word of the Lord came to him. I said, the word of the Lord came to him. The word of the Lord came to him. How many of you are open to God speaking to you in the days and the times and the hours in which we live? You're going to get a word from God. And you're not going to always get it on the TV. You're not going to always get it on the news network. You're not going to always get it at the places the world's looking for it. You will get it in the presence of God, in the word of God. The word of the Lord came to him after he said, and, and the word of the Lord came to him what are you doing here? And he said, Lord, I've been zealous for you. The children of Israel have forsaken your covenant, torn down your altars, killed your prophets with the sword. And I alone am left. At times you can feel like you're by yourself. And they seek to take my life. Verse 11, then he said, The Lord says, go and stand out on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by. And a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. After the fire, a still small voice. (laughs) after the fire, a still, small voice. It is amazing what victory can come from a still, small voice. I said, it's amazing what victory can come from the word of the Lord. It is amazing what victory can come from a still, small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle. He went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. And suddenly a voice came to him and said, Elijah, what are you doing here? He said, I've been very zealous. He goes back like over his story again. They've killed your servants, torn down your altars and your prophets. I alone am left and they seek to take my life. Then the Lord said to him, go return your way. When you arrive, you do this. You anoint Jehu. You anoint Elisha. He's going to eventually uh, take your place as, as the prophet. And it'll come to fast that I'm going to take care of this thing with with uh, Jezebel and Jehu. But in verse 18, here's what God said and here's what I want us to get a hold of today because I believe it's a word for us now. And you better hear it and you better believe it. Yet I have reserved 7,000 in Israel, all whose knees have not bowed to Baal and every mouth that has not kissed him. I just felt the word of the Lord stir up in me and say, You tell my people there are more for them than there are against them. Not only in the seen realm, but in the unseen realm. Remind me this morning somebody in this house, remind me this morning how many angels fell? How many does that leave? Huh, I like those odds. God said, you remind my people. There are many millions who have not bowed their knee and will not bow their knee before the system of this world. God is not finished with us. We cannot and will not give in to the spirit of discouragement and defeat. And here's what else I believe he said. Don't buy the lies. Do not buy the lies. And here's the word. And I have seen this. I tell you what. I have seen it and seen it and seen it and seen it through my years of ministry. And I see it and I see it and I see it and I see it in the word of God. There will always be a remnant. God will always have a people. He will always have those who are chosen, who are sacred, who are set apart. They may be hidden in a cave. They may be reserved somewhere. They may not be saying anything right now, but I tell you, the hand of God is on them. The Spirit of God is on them. The Lord is anointing them. Don't buy the lines. There is a remnant. And I also am declaring this nation will not be led by witches, warlocks, demon-possessed Satanists, or anybody who hates God and despises Jesus. They will not. We will not. We will not. We will not. We will not. No. Uh Uh-uh. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. And I just feel like God said there is still a royal priesthood. (laughs) I said there is still a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people who will show forth the praises of him who has called us out of darkness and into his marvelous light. There is still a royal priesthood, a holy nation who will influence the future Watch this, with their hunger and their desire and their absolute, incessant seeking of the kingdom of God and His righteousness. God Here's the final say, God will always have a people. Amen. I said God will always have a people. Always have a people. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. And so church, that's my word for you this morning. If I try to do any more than that, I'll keep you here all day. My word for you this morning is there is more. God has more for our country. He has more for our nation. He has more for His church. He has more for us as individuals. God has more for us. There is a remnant. <laughs> there is a remnant of people who will seek the face of the Lord, who will call upon His name. I watched. I didn't get to see all of it, but I got to watch yesterday as prayer was offered up in our nation's capital, as worship was offered up in our nation's capital. As people lifted the praises of God, an intercession was offered up for our country. Folks, God is faithful. God is faithful. And He is not through, He is not finished with the United States of America. There is more for us to do. I said there is more for us to do. There is more for us to do. Stand up. Father, we bless your name today and we encourage ourselves. Thank you for what happened yesterday, God, in, in our nation for people of all races and creeds. God, they, they got together and just prayed and worshiped, sought your face. And I pray for the streets of our, our country once again to resonate with God bless America. Lord, fill us. In this nation with a hunger and a thirst for a move of the Spirit of God. Like we saw here this morning. Yes, sir. That crosses God, all the all the hatred and all the all the envy, God, and all the demonic plans of Satan. We declare and we decree that your strong hand is still on us and you're saying to us today, there's more, church. <laughs> There's more country. There's more nation. There's more. I have more for you to do. I've called you to be a light in darkness. And I thank you, Father. Even us locally here, Father, I just pray for us right now. Lord, we were birthed. This, this, this church was birthed with a vision that touches the nations. God, I thank you. That is not going to be hindered, it is not going to be stopped. It will not be reduced by a plague. It will not be reduced by any lack of finances. It will not be reduced by the world's economy. In Jesus' name, Father, I pray that we will rise up. And before, when this is over, and even before it's over, God, we're going to do more than we've ever done before. As we're empowered by Your Spirit. Now, I thank You, Lord. We lift up all of our leaders as your word told us to do. You said pray for all of those in authority. We pray for the righteous to be in power and to rule and reign, God. We thank you, Father, that uh, this day we make a reaffirmation on our part that there is no God like Jehovah. And we acknowledge Jehovah as the Sovereign Lord. And we just say in faith, we just acknowledge Jehovah as the Sovereign Lord over the United States of America. And there will be no other gods. You said, you shall have no other gods before me. And we cry out for that, precious Lord. Thank you for a mighty move of your Spirit. Thank you, Lord, that the body of Christ God is going to come through this with our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You are our Savior. You are our Lord. You are our King. We bow our knee to You, O King of kings and Lord of lords. We bless You and we honor You in this house. And we thank You, Father that the body of Christ is going to be encouraged. (laughs) We're going to be encouraged. Now, a word of hope is rising up in us today. We are not alone. And we thank you for it. Now, Lord, show us how to walk in love. Show us how to walk in power. Show us how to walk, Father God, and be different than the world. God, we don't need to be like the world. We want to be king's kids. And so, Father, let that anointing and that wisdom and that guidance be upon our lives. This is our heart's cry. We love you. We love your people. We thank you for the awesome privilege that we have had to celebrate in this house today. Now, Lord, I just feel like, God, you're going to give us each individually words for our hearts, words for our lives. Prepare us, Lord, for what you've got for us. And thank you for a spirit of encouragement that is living in the hearts and lives of your people this day. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, Well, how many of you believe we've had church today? How many believe we are the church today? How many of you believe God is good today? Give God a shout of praise. I want you to say with me, I am not alone. There is a remnant. Hallelujah. God bless you guys. See you next time. Thank y'all. Thanks again for listening to our audio podcast. If you would like to find out more about our church, you can visit us at life-church.org.